Welcome, one and all, to another flat pop outing. We've opened the flat pop vault, haven't we, Imogen? <laughs> we have, and the flat pop's gone everywhere. It, honestly, it's a it's, ruddy mess. It's, yeah, it's all up the walls. It's, it, it's in my trousers. My yeah. penis is wet with it, Imogen. Welcome. So, today, uh, we have two exciting music videos for oh, you. do we ever? It's going to be amazing. We've got Messy in Heaven by Venby. And uh, also Taylor Swift's Antihero. And I think yes. we're going to do a bit of a bit of Swifty in action right now, mm. aren't we, Imogen? That's right, we are. We're going to start with Taylor Swift's Antihero. And I have to say, I'm basic, so I really like Taylor Swift. Of course I do. Loads of people like her. She's great. Um, as we record this, uh, Antihero is number one in the UK. If that means anything at all to anybody, which I don't think it does anymore, and cares what's number one. I'm delighted. It makes her sound relevant, Imogen. Indeed. But more importantly than that, the album Midnight's um, is also number one. It became the Spotify's most streamed in 24 hours. It's been a huge success. And I don't know if you've listened to the album or if you just listened to this song. I, I haven't listened to the album. One other thing I know about the album, I heard it yesterday. Uh -huh. It is the first ever, she's the first artist ever to have all 10 places in the top 10 in the US charts. Oh wow, that's really Each cool. Each song from the album it makes up the top 10 okay. of the charts. I guess that's because now people are streaming the album and that counts, so this isn't like... Yeah, it is a symptom of the mm. way people listen to music these days, but nevertheless, but pretty bloody cool. impressive. Um, Ed Sheeran's come close, Swift. I believe, but oh. Taylor Swift is the first. I don't not like Ed Sheeran, I just prefer Taylor Swift. Well, let's talk about Taylor Swift then. Let's talk about Taylor Swift. Okay, so, <laughs> okay, right, it's not her finest. In my opinion, I do love Taylor Swift. I don't think it's her best song. I think it's... It's, yeah, it's up there. It's a good one. It's a good second string good song, I reckon. Yeah, yeah I, um, I enjoyed it. And it's got her, like, I'm flawed in a cool way, self-referential thing. I mean, this is, it's basically blank space, but without the, like, weird sexual freakiness, which is obviously what made blank space so fun. But she does kind of flirt with genuine unlikability in it. There's a, there's a bit of more vulnerability in it. So it starts, it's a kind of 70s style dinner. She's eating an egg and when she cuts into the egg, glitter goes everywhere. Now this video was written and directed by Taylor Swift. Generally, I think she's done a good job. That is announced right at the beginning before mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. bit. And isn't that plate, isn't that an eggy breakfasty face? It is, yes. Smiley face. Yeah. Um, I cutting yourself with glitter. I don't think I think that's a metaphor. I think that was, that's overused in the video. It it's a trope times. that appears throughout, isn't it? Yeah. She's pierced with the heart. She vomits glitter. Yeah. She's filled with glitter. So again, they, then she's there. She's having dinner. Then everyone's wearing sheets and they're ghosts. It's a kind of inversion of the like monster in the house thing. She's running around. It's like a seventies horror. Yes, but they're not scary, are they? No. At all. But I don't think they're meant to be. No, it's a very tongue-in-cheek thing that yeah. she's doing. Um, and then she opens the door, and rather than the monster already being in the house, which, logically, if you think about what she's saying, the hook line is, me, I'm the problem, it's me. The monster should already be in the house because it's already her. Yes. So I felt that didn't quite hook up in the way that it should have done. So maybe if if uh, the cool, fun, sexy tailor that mm. is waiting for a, open the door, mm -hmm. uh, if she'd emerged from the wardrobe, you'd have been happier. I think, yeah. Or, or from under the bed. Yes, if Taylor was trying to keep things out of the house, because she thinks she's safe in the house, keep the ghosts, the monsters out, but actually she's already in the house, she's already the monster, is kind of 
that's how it kind of should have worked. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Anyway, so she opens the door and it's only Bad Taylor. Bad Taylor! Bad Taylor's there. So she, of course, she lets Bad Taylor in. They start having fun together. They start drinking shots. Shots, Imogen! Should we have a shot? Yes, cheers. Oh, that's unpleasant. Yes, they seem to have more fun in the music video when they do that. They probably aren't drinking um, Lidl's white rum, mm. which is what that was. I'm t- I'm t- what I'm upset about is that it's troubled you more than it has me, and you, you drink <laughs> stuff, stuff more regularly. All the time, <laughs> through choice. Yeah, got it like leather, that's me. Uh, anyway, so anyway, yes. So yes, yeah, so they have shots, which we can both agree is fun. Yeah. But quickly, Bad Taylor stops being quite so fun. So it's it's your classic... Taylor Swift's like, it's, oh yeah, I'm I'm the bad thing, is her kind of, she does that a lot in her songs. Yes, but, she, she's the problem. Mm, I'm the problem. It's me. It's me. So there's a controversial scene in this uh, music video. Can you guess what it is? Ooh, controversial. Oh. In the version I sent you, it has been edited. Oh, so I haven't seen it. No, you've seen the oh. scene, but you haven't seen what's controversial about it. Oh, hang on, that makes it really hard to guess. Yes, it does, because I haven't seen it. <laughs> There was something you haven't seen that's controversial. Can you guess what you haven't seen? Tell me the bit and I'll see if I can guess what the, what, what was taken out. Chronologically, we're about to reach it. Okay, so... She's with Bad Taylor. Yes. They've done the shots. They, 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 she, bangs they, a, yeah. she bangs a, a guitar against the wall. Yeah. She uh, then, then she becomes a giant and she walks into a, a dining room. Oh, you're right. That is actually what happens next. Okay. Uh, does she... That's not controversial. Sorry, no. I'd forgotten that scene happens. <laughs> Okay, so Big Taylor then walks in. Yes. And she's sort of clumsy and um, which I found a quite moving thing. Like we've all felt like we were sort of in everyone's way. And No, no, totally. Um, and also speaks to the female experience, I'd imagine, of feeling like the monster, like the monster on yeah. the hill. So that's the lyric, isn't it? The monster yeah. on the hill. Women are always, you know, we're too big. Everyone's too she big. She says, I feel like everyone's sexy babies, oh. which is a very, I see that's, I would argue that's probably the most controversial lyric. Yeah, so the unsettling sexy babies line, which is about ageing. I believe she was born in 1989. Okay. Uh, which would make So she's 34. Her... Yeah, that sounds about right. Which, let's face it, for quite a lot of pop stars, that's on the mm. shelf, isn't it? Yeah, that's considered. Well, she's know? moving into sort of grand dame territory, away from like sexy pop star. Yeah. Into that kind of difficult middle years of like, am I still relevant to the kids? Am yeah. I Madonna yet? So, as a woman, if you're not young, you're not especially thin... You are like a monster on the hill. You're not. You're not what. What are we, you good for? You're Nothing. not what. You're not what society wants women to be, are you? Yeah, she's monstrous. So, yeah. Yeah. Then, then there's the controversial scene. So is that when she's being weighed? Yes. Okay. Does she make herself sick? No. Okay. I think I don't know. Does right, she make okay. herself poo? <laughs> no. They cut a bit where uh, normal Taylor is standing on the scale. She looks down and the scale reads fat. Oh. Okay. And then she, you know, her and Bad Taylor looking at the Bad Taylor, it's disappointed and stands behind and gives her that very evil smile in the mirror. This is complicated, Imogen, because I, agree. I thought to myself at the time, astonishing that, I suppose Taylor Swift's quite tall, isn't she? She is. So however much weight Taylor Swift loses, she's always probably going to weigh more than whatever, God knows, whatever acceptable weight it is for women. So as a tall woman... And you are a tall woman. Yeah. You you probably always feel heavier than you should be. I don't, I don't want to put words into your mouth. I mean, the thing is, right, okay, so... Maybe I shouldn't have made this about you. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not sure where you're going with it, to be honest. <laughs> no, 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 but I, I, I suppose what I thought when I watched the music video was I went, I mean, look at Taylor Swift, she's she's in great nick, like, she looks incredible, she's in really good shape, she looks healthy, she looks 
she doesn't look like her weight should be a problem. How awful. I suppose that's what, that's what the yeah. comment is. But then it's saying fat, that just reinforces the comment. I don't really see what the problem is. Well, you see, this it has been quite controversial because, I mean, two years ago, Taylor Swift um, opened up about an eating disorder that she's had. Uh-huh. Or presumably, I don't know, has had, oh, well, has had experience good, of. Good, bless her, good she's for her. She's definitely very slim, but... The, some uh, some people have made the point that that scene is about um, how you perceive yourself and that, you know, no matter how thin you are, you're never thin enough. Like, there's always something wrong with your body. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever, that, is, whatever that scale um, reads, mm. it says fat to you. Yeah, it says wrong. Like, yeah. Whatever you are is wrong. Yeah, and fat um, equals wrong in society. Absolutely, yeah. And, like, sort of pretending that there isn't massive fat phobia in society is fantasy. Some people have said um, that her linking fat with bad is in itself fat phobic. So that rather than the scale reading like wrong or not good enough or anything like that, she's yeah. chosen that it says fat. It's a And it was quietly cut when I, that got pointed out. I would argue that is a... I think people are looking for a grievance with that interpretation to an extent. I think there's room for reasonable people to disagree. I I don't personally read. I really I thought that scene was really good. Yeah. Um, oh, but then so, sorry, forgive me. I'm not I'm not suggesting that people can't disagree with me. I'm, I'm just saying that I feel that that's. Uh, I think they're stretching to make a point there. It's not how I interpreted it. Maybe I'm misrepresenting their argument because I don't happen to feel it myself. Yes, no, no, fair enough. Um, but it's good for you to champion it. Ta. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. I mean... Uh, Are we navigating choppy waters and I, I haven't quite realised it yet? <laughs> she changed that very slightly to remove the word fat. Um, oh, we have to respect that. I mean, I wasn't. I got the point that she was making mm, without it. That's a very good point, yeah. So, absolutely, the scene so, is still very clear without the use of that word. So, 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 so it, it, no harm then? Yeah, it doesn't change the meaning of that scene. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. And, but, and, but maybe that's fat phobe because I assumed that she was looking at the scale and finding herself too heavy. That was my assumption. So I don't need to see that it says fat. No. It would change, I guess, would it change? Wouldn't fundamentally change the meaning of the, if it said too small or too thin? But we are, we, we are flat it. pop because, because popular music. Mm. She wants to appeal to a lot of people. And I suppose that's what popular music does. Mm-hmm. And if a, a group, a, a vociferous group have pointed out that there's a small element of a music video which ostracises them or makes them feel uncomfortable, you do, you appease the populace. You, you, you yeah, make absolutely. it popular. Say, so you take it out, which actually, is totally if I, fair enough. if I accidentally cause defence, even if I haven't caused defence to the majority of people, like, I see where this group is coming from. Yeah. And as you yeah, say, yeah, yeah. you change it without... And I dare say, if she hadn't, she wouldn't have removed it. Yeah. So fair enough. She's in charge. Yeah. She wrote it and directed it. She did indeed. So yeah, so controversial scene out of the way. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. We then move on to the film within a film. Yes. Uh, which is her imagined future funeral with her three children. And I don't know about you, I felt this went on a little too long. Yeah, yeah. I like. I think all the actors are doing their mm-hmm. do a great job. Um, it watches a bit like an episode of Modern Family. Yeah. Uh, it's got that kind of uh, vibe to it. Uh, it's not badly written or anything. It's I laughed, mm-hmm. but it does go on a bit. I think the thing is because I get the feeling maybe that the actors improvised a bit or that it was workshopped. The problem is every line's quite funny, so they didn't want to cut any of them. But also, but it could uh, have done with a bit of tightening. But privileged kids bickering about inheritance. I've watched that comedy. I've watched that sketch a lot. Yeah, that's true. And it isn't that wasn't even in the top five versions of that sketch. 
for no, me. No, there was there wasn't much original in that, and also it's I mean. The thing, one of the things, one of the many things I like about Taylor Swift is her ability to be incredibly self-indulgent with, like, a knowing awareness of that. Well, there is no scene about her private jet usage, though, is there? Does she use a private jet? Oh, have you missed this? No, but I don't care. Have you missed this? (laughs) Okay, no, what's the... So, someone compiled a um, worst offenders list of using private jets, carbon footprint, and Taylor Mm. Swift, by, like the gazillion longest way has the worst carbon footprint of any pop star. Okay, well, I mean, to be honest, oh, maybe I shouldn't say this. I've been enjoying it. I've been, I've been holding this back because I know how much of a Taylor stan you are. I am, but also, you know... <laughs> but yeah, no, she she got a lot of flack about, about three months ago for, and she claimed that actually the private jet was used by other people than her. It wasn't just her private jet. It's it's used by a, a coterie of her of her friends and okay. and family, and that it's unfair to label her as being. But she was definitely singled out by. Okay. I, I wish I could. I can't remember who, but she was singled out for being, uh, basically a danger to the environment. Okay. Well, my <laughs> my personal belief. My personal so, seeing as we're talking is, about her self indulgence, I thought I might bring okay, it up. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. I mean, I guess what I don't like. Okay, individual action is not the answer we need collective action and pointing fingers at people and saying you did this and you did that like you know there are a hundred there are I should look this up are you struggling for air that's probably because Taylor Swift has flown a private jet nearby (laughs) and deprived you of oxygen the main driver for climate change (laughs) what I'm saying is the main driver for man-made CAT is um, isn't individuals it's corporations companies systems and that's what so everyone getting their ass in their hand about how much an individual flies is i don't think that's missing really the point the hey the song's called anti-hero isn't it that's true you know that's just yeah, another yeah. way of reading the name of the song yeah maybe she's like really pushing over into like an and a climate criminal you know um but i think we can all agree she's got blood on her hands so carry on do <laughs> glittery glittery <laughs> glittery blood. glittery blood so I'm a terrible hypocrite because, you know, I, one of the things that I say about Bono is, you know, he had his hat flown halfway around the world, like, and then bangs on about climate change. So, you But know, the difference is you don't like Bono. That you, is the main you, difference. And you, you really like Taylor Swift, don't you? That is primarily the difference between them. One of them I really enjoy the music of and the other I really, really don't. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's what happens. Then the Every the, time I clap my hands, Taylor Swift charts a, a flight from somewhere. Stop clapping! (laughs) (laughs) So how how does it end? This magnus opus, this magnificent octopus. She sneaks out of her funeral, her self-indulgent funeral, and goes and sits and drinks on the roof, which sort of reminds me of Bojack Horseman. I'm sure there are many other places where people have sat and drunk on the roof after funerals and stuff. Bojack was right there. Yeah. She drinks with Bad Taylor, and then Monster Taylor turns up, and they all have a drink together. And she's sort of reconciled to her bad self, as if to say, I'm a terrible person, but... I'm kind of fun though, aren't I? So it, yeah, it there's no real self reflection in that. It's a, it's a plea for indulgence rather than a plea for. I really enjoyed it. I, I really thought I it. thought it was charming. I like the image. I think it makes a lot more sense. So I watched an awful film called Enduring Love, which is based on a Bret Easton Ellis novel. Oh, really, really just a, just a bad film. There's a character who's self destructive who like takes a bottle of Jack onto the roof and like drinks mm. a whole bottle of Jack, and it's like unless you're Trevor Burton. A seasoned alcoholic, not mm. some nineteen-year-old school kid. Yeah, drinking a bottle, a go, drinking right? a bottle of Jack Daniels, you would fall off the roof and hurt yourself. Yeah, 
Uh, very sick. It's 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 it only only in movies and in these stupid books written by Americans do people knock a bottle of Jack mm. back and carry on. I mean, maybe if you're six foot nine, you can kind of carry that kind of Even alcohol. Then, like, swigging out of neat. It's it's bourbon. It's ridiculous. You're be sick on your shoes. It's very very posy. I really like the idea of sat on a roof with a swig in a bottle of wine. I think that's a better. It's mm. a it's more believable. And b bottle of wine in the hand, drinking out of the bottle. There's something kind of slightly cooler about that. I think I like it's that a lot. It's more feminine. Like she's and Taylor well, yeah, yeah. has never shied away. She's never done that. And like, that's no cooler, I would say. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like she, yeah, she doesn't have any kind of disdain for feminine things, which makes no. me like her. No, I like the song, although it's not. We we'll never get back together. And mm. go on, name another. Yeah, no, 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 no. Come hang on, on, hang I on. Love it. <laughs> shake it off. Shake it off. That's exactly I knew that's what you were thinking of. Obviously, you were thinking of shake it off. Which and, and literally those two songs are kind of my because I know Taylor Swift holds a special place to your she heart. Does I, I, like. I I it's not that I don't like him. It's just no, I, I'm she's not. She's not really aimed at you. I'm not. Is she? I, no, I suppose not. No. Oh, I mean that's going to take me a while to come to terms with. I, I know, always, right, always so assumed most things are aimed at me. Everything is for you, straight cis white dude. Correct. Uh, uh sorry. <clears throat> Correct. I, <laughs> I I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, I like her. She's clever. I think her lyrics are clever. Um, yeah. She's she thinks about things and it's good pop music. What isn't? What not to like? Exactly. Okay. So what marks are you going to give it? Four. Yeah, I'm going to give it a four as well. I wish yeah. I could give it a five, but I can't. No, the sketch in the middle is a shame. Uh, that that. Yeah. There were just too many little little things. That I think make it not not a five. I mean, she's going to be devastated when she hears know, this, like, isn't she? That. Well, it hurts me to say because obviously I really like her and I want to be my bestie. But like, it's not it's not even in her top like it's not her top tranche of songs. She's done better songs. Yeah, um, and it's fine. It's fine. It's great. It's well, a four. It's a solid four. Keep going, Taylor. We love you. And we're back. We're Woo! back from the break Woo-woo! with a second song for your delectation, which is Messy in Heaven by Venby, which was your choice, Tom, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. And what was it made you choose this song? I heard it on the radio. No, the radio. That's right. Oh, man, where do you listen to the radio? Through your smartphone, possibly? Pop on, no, do you know? I've on got, your sat nav? I've got a DAB radio Ooh. in the kitchen. Uh, although, actually, I think this might have been in the car with Polly, my wife. Uh, but but I've got in the habit of listening to Radio One a little bit because it gives me inspiration and ideas. Uh, mm. But I I can't listen to it for too long because it's insufferable. God no. So what I do is I have it on. I've got my phone next to me uh, with Shazam ready, mm. and I tap Shazam. And what Shazam does is not only does it name the song and the artist, but it remembers what you've listened to, so you can then go oh, back. That is so I've never used Shazam. Always yeah. desperately attempted to commit um, like the hook line to memory, which I then later go back and Google. I realise Shazam no, it's, it's, is it's designed much better. exactly to eliminate yes, that. Because, yes, because you, 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 exactly you then, you know, so I listen to Radio 1 for half an hour. That's and a I'll lot have, I'll of have, Radio 1. I'll have eight songs that I can go through because I will remember enough about them to go, oh yes, that one sounded interesting. So I suppose for a, you know, because we are we, we review a visual medium. Yes, that's true. That what Quite often what draws me to things is the, the song oh, itself. Yeah, I'm the same. Like I put on and I'll listen to it through headphones while I'm working, and yeah. then it's if the song's good enough, I'll look at the music video. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I suppose we do always talk about the song as well, don't we? That mm-hmm. is a, a a factor. It isn't just moving images to silence, is it? This uh, no, there's, generally not. There's normally some sort of. 
beat and rhythm going on. It's true. We don't review adverts with the sound turned down, do we? <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> Although we could. If, oh. if you'd like that, please <laughs> do say if you'd like to listen to flat ad. I, this is our Patreon, isn't it? We... <laughs> oh my God, that would be Patreon content. <laughs> I think is that it? might be a little vainglorious of us to be suggesting there should be but some Patreon finally, at this point. Finally, we've found it. My parents would subscribe. It'd be fine. Oh, that's really sweet. Could they not yeah. just give me pocket money without us having to do this? <laughs> Would give me two dollars a month. I'd be very grateful. I'll have a word, but they could write it off as charity, right? Yes. <laughs> I won't be paying tax on it if that's what you mean. I pay tax, listeners. So then be messy in heaven. We begin. No music at all. Just a black and white, like doorbell camera footage. Yeah, it's like a ringed. Because to me, it felt like a sort of found footage horror film was the kind of. Yeah, like, totally. Like, very Blair Witch Project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or more recent found footage horror film. <laughs> or more recent. Which we've both f- seen. But, but this actually taps into the thing, which is that all of this made me feel old. Oh, well, okay. It made me feel old in a very specific way. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. So then, then the music kicks in and it's got a kind of grimy feel to it. Mm. We, we have uh, a bunch of young people. I mean, bucket hats are back. This is a weird thing for me. Okay, so this the aesthetic of this is very, like, early 90s acid house rave. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Which, I'm going to take a wild stab in the dark and say that them being themselves was not born in the 90s. I'm going to say no. they are a product of the century we are currently living in. Absolutely. They are under 21. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe she is 21. 22? What year is it? I, I, Honestly, genuinely, what year is it? It's, it's 2022. Thank you. I believe she is 21. Yeah, so I'm guessing that she's sort of um, this like aesthetic that they're all showing, this like bucket hat, acid house, having it large. It, this, is, this is out of her lifetime. Yeah. This, this is not like... Even something she remembers, even something she was alive for. I, I would go further than that. Not only is it a, a an out of time aesthetic, but it's a working class aesthetic. Yeah, definitely. It's these are not rich kids having a night out. These no. are normal normal kids having. A, I say kids. No, yeah, they're no, kids. Yeah, normal kids, all old enough to drink, but having a night out. Yeah, and it's it's very like it's got that kind of anti aspirational thing in that. Like, it's not a kind of very glossy video where you're encouraged to aspire to things you can never have. No. Like, actually, this is very accessible to everybody. This holds up a mirror to, to probably what you've done yourself. Which is what I mean about my nostalgia for in yeah. a very specific way. Like, they're going round to a mate's house to top load before going out to a club. Exactly. So they're going to get drunk at the house first because they can't afford the drinks in the club. The, the, They've all been there. The camera uh, uh, is always, I presume, a GoPro on a hat. On a bucket mm. hat, uh, the camera is always uh, very, very like extreme close-ups. We see a lot of close-ups of people drinking. It's quite orally focused. Yes, I thought that Freud yeah. would have a field day with this video. There's a bit it's later all about on oral gratification. Absolutely, it was a bit later on where we see a when when they hit Da Club, mm. uh, and we see a girl drinking, and, and everyone drinks out of a glass a bit differently. Yeah, it's like a fingerprint. Mm. This girl drinks out of a glass with her teeth. The teeth provide leverage on top of the the rim of the glass for her. Yeah. So what we see is she bites into it and we see a lot of teeth and it's quite visceral and animal. Mm. And that again, I think, communicates something of this, this, this music video and this song about the general need to expand horizons and experience Mm. stuff. Yeah, there's an unashamed revelling in their own pleasure. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I enjoy this, I'm going to consume this thing, which gives me pleasure. They seem, like, one of the other things I quite liked on the ring doorbell bit was the dude who rings the doorbell. Before she answers the door, he arranges his face into a smile. Yes, he does. He's anticipating the happiness of seeing his friend. And I felt that that was very 
very relatable. Yeah, the, 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 there's a lot of love in the room, I would I would say. Yeah, I would definitely it, say it seems like really, mates. really happy. Now, again, I think I'm showing, where, you know, my, from, from my experience, a certain sort of person might describe the the actions and, and what happens, the action of this music video as being a bit squalid. I see oh, it as... No. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I'm glad you agree with me. It's lovely. It's just a bunch of friends meeting mm. up, top-loading, like you say, and then going out to a club and stuff and Christ if you can't do that when you're 19, 18, 19 20, 21 when, when, when can you do it? In your 30s and 40s that's when you uh, can do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is it it did, it did make me feel old because I watched it, it wasn't so much the top loading bit I could do that it's then going to that club and the, the mm. it, it made me go God I'm not sure I've got that in me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it that impressed me was they had pizza and yes. I was like we would never have done that. We would never have eaten beforehand because a expensive and b you'll get you won't get as drunk. Sensible though, isn't it? It they're, is sensible. Line your stomach, but like honestly, every generation gets better at it, Imogen. I'm impressed. I'm really happy with like Gen Z yeah. that they know enough to eat. Some every pizza generation before they go to the yeah. club. It, honestly, so. the, I I I think no, nothing ages one more than the resentment of the young. And genuinely, I think each generation after mine does what I did better mm. and in, with enhancements, improvements and adjustments. Definitely. They seem really cool and I'm, yeah. I'm, I can't wait when till they're in charge. Yeah, seriously. They seem in Because, the, I, no, 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 really, I, 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 I couldn't agree more. Then there's a bit where they do some shots. Shots, baby! Okay, we have now established on Flat Pop that when they do shots in the music video, we do shots in real life. Yes. Now that's been established, sorry. You're never going to choose another music video with shots in no, it again, I'm are you? I'm going to get better alcohol for shots. In. Okay, so no, fair it's enough. Not the same. I mean, obviously, it's the same. It's the same night. Um, little own brand white rum, <laughs> which we are shooting. But they've had shots. We've had shots, and they're off to the club. They are off to the club. Whereas actually, what's going to happen once we finish recording is we're going to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, first of all, I'm going to make us some lovely bangers and match. Oh yes, oh wonder really. Yeah, that's what oh. we're going to have for dinner. And uh, what yeah. a what a treat. Uh, the song itself is what drew me. So let's talk about mm. the song. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, having done a bit of research, uh, Venby describes this as an anti-drug anthem. That's interesting. I I thought that was interesting. Why Why do you think it's interesting? I hadn't considered it. I considered it as a, a pro-acceptance and a pro-drug because she says everything gets a little messy in heaven and that is an, uh, an acceptance that even in the best places sometimes people get a little messy Yes. and that that wasn't in and of itself a bad thing. It didn't feel um, sort of, you know, there's no judgment here of Jesus and his taking cocaine. If even Jesus takes cocaine and gets a little messy, then perhaps we can forgive ourselves doing that is what I took from it and that, and, and that is not really that far from it, it, it's interesting so so she claims it's an anti-drug anthem the song was written after a friend of hers had a bit of a drug problem Okay. and as part of her rationale to help her friend she described how you know even Jesus mm. the, the, an attempt to make to, to normalise it and not make it out as if it was this in, in the same way that a, a lot of problems that, that young people go through they seem very dramatic on their own in isolation. Mm. But when you look at the amount of times it happens to people, you go, no, no, this is very much a human problem. Yeah, everyone, this isn't a unique you, you yeah, fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Feel everyone, ashamed that like everyone's lot, fallen into Quite a lot of people have had a slight drug issue or a gambling issue or have mm. been have committed infidelity. or like they, These things happen. Mm. To be human is to err, or to err is to be human. I can't remember what's oh, the... Oh, to err uh, is human, to forgive is divine. There it's we go. kind of like, yeah. The first but, bit I like, the, the yeah, second yeah, yeah. bit. The second bit can go fuck itself. Absolutely. But uh, but yeah, 
you know what I mean? Yeah. But but anyway, I thought it was interesting to note that she thinks of it as a as an anti anti drug anthem. I mean, the music video does not actually depict any drug taking. No, just drinking. There's a little bit of drinking. There's a bit of vaping, which I found adorable. Yes, but the vaping made me feel old as as well. Yeah. Just because, you know, everyone was smoking back in the Mm. day, you know? Every single pub. When I moved to London, like, pubs were just smoke-filled. Yeah, this this was my formative years as well. And I remember when the smoking ban came in, which, you know, I can say was a good thing. Absolutely. Even as a smoker myself, I can say that it's led to an uptick in beer gardens and... Like, actually, you don't come home stinking as smoke. You don't smoke as much. Like, it genuinely has been good. But clubs stank after the smoking ban. Because suddenly yeah. it used to just be this, like, blanket of cigarette smoke. And suddenly it just smelled, honestly, of sweat and farts. There is something almost cleansing about smoke, isn't there? I mean, humans... Oh, who? one of my friends said to me that humans are a weird animal because we're the only ones that are comforted by the smell of smoke. Like oh, wood smoke I, yeah. smells like a nice thing to us. Every other man is like, oh, wood smoke, something's I, this bad I, going down. I was on the train uh, making my connection to join you this evening okay. and I was definitely sat in a seat that someone who had smelt sat in prior. Ooh. Like, I just sat down and went, oh, that there's a lot of damp mm. musk going on. And then a man came on the train who smelled of smoke and oh, it was like a, it was Ooh, like lovely. so much better. Honestly, yeah. what it really was, it was a vastly, it was a vast improvement on my my current olfactory situation. You know. Yeah, no, I can see that. It definitely scent-wise, it was not an upgrade. There were many upgrades to the smoking ban, but the way clubs smelled was not one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now we can presume that they all smell of the Ball delicious, sweets. yeah, the sweet smell of yeah. hot candy floss, which yeah, is yeah. more people want to vape with. For some yeah, reason. yeah. M- menthol melon is, is what Polly vapes, I believe. Some kind of mentholated melon. I mean, I'm vaping right now because I'm trying to quit. Not like a good one. Um, but it's. I always choose the tobacco taste. It doesn't taste like tobacco. It tastes like hot caramel. No. It, do you know what I think it tastes of? I think it tastes brown. I'm I would say it tastes it golden. Okay. Well, there we go. You see, that's a... You see, that's why we it's make such... That's why we make such a good podcast because Imogen and I vary so wildly on things. I think it tastes brown... Imogen thinks it tastes... Golden. Golden. I, I, I'm going to go straight in. Uh, I, I, I like Venby. She apparently suffers with dyslexia, uh, couldn't read properly until she was 18, recorded all her lyrics uh, using notes, on, you know, sound notes on her phone and oh, stuff. Cool. Uh, that's how she kind of learnt her, learnt her craft, mm-hmm. as it were. I think she's impressive. She's on the uh, list of artists to watch in 2022 cool. at the you know, Radio 1 and everything. Uh, I give it. Uh, I, I, I get it. I'm gonna. You see, the thing is, the music video. I would argue doesn't quite. I mean, let, there isn't much of a narrative. Basically, it's a bunch of young people on a night out. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It's mm. a three star video for me. I agree. It's think? a three star. I think that they, it communicates say like this kind of a friendly, like a, a group thing, a tribal like loyalty thing, yeah, which absolutely. is really cool. I really like the dress down lo-fi aesthetic of it, yeah, which yeah, yeah. makes it very attainable. It is an incredibly glossy, overproduced, impossible look for people. Like no. it says, hey, you can have fun, like dress like you, go out with your mates, have a nice time. It's yeah, it's accessible. It's universal. Yeah, I give it a three, three stars. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. As always, I've been Thomas Wilshire. I'm still Imogen Harris. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Flat Pop. 
If you liked it, please tell your friends, family and strangers, or don't, and pass our opinions off as your own. Give us a follow on Twitter and on Instagram as Flat Pop Pod. Unarguably the best part of the podcast, our music, comes courtesy of Gareth Cooper. Thanks, Gareth. See you next time. 